And now, broadcasting from their secret hideout, Checkpoint XP presents a show about comic books and superheroes. Robbie Landis, Joe Sloan, The Other Identity. What's up, Twitch stream? And, of course, those of you listening on the podcast who, you know, get it a little bit later than anybody who uh, comes over and hangs out with us live and gets it day of. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of value to being over in the chat at twitch.tv slash checkpoint XP. There is. You get to partake in the conversation, Mm -hmm. get your thoughts brought to the actual show. You get to see it as it happens rather than having to wait for it. That's right. And, you know, uh, we need more people in the chat because I think what's really cool about what we do, what we talk about here, is everyone has an opinion on it. And we love taking ideas from the chat and crediting you some of the time when they're bad opinions and using them for ourselves when they're good opinions. Yeah, exactly. If it's a great thought, we want to make sure it gets to the airwaves under the guise that we thought of it and said it. And if it's a bad thought, we want to make sure it gets to the airwaves under the guise of us making fun of it. Man, that makes us seem more like villains than heroes. Well. Do you you see us more as villains or heroes on this show? Ooh. Um, yeah. Ooh. It's hard because ooh. on so many of our past shows, we have been villains. Have like, we? I, well, I can think of two where we were probably the villains. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You, you don't mean on, on past uh, uh, episodes, episodes of no, this I mean, show? Podcast we've done. That's fair. Yeah, uh, that is fair. No, I think I think we're more heroes on this show. We're heroes. That's right. Hero and sidekick. Hero and sidekick. Why did you point to me when you said sidekick? <laughs> I didn't point to you. No, you, you with your hand, you gesture. You guys can't see it on the camera or obviously on the podcast. But when right. he, he said "hero" and then he like gestured kind of half haphazardly towards me when he said si- well, "last," I, I gesture a lot. Okay, just keep them under control. All right. <laughs> last it, la- last time, you were the one who 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 came out and said, "You know what? I'm your sidekick." I, I did. I did. Okay. Say that, yes. So just you know, keep that keep that in mind. Anyway, for uh, today's episode, we promised you last time that we would uh, talk about and sort of uh, do a bit more theorizing about where we think the MCU is going overall. A little bit more theory yeah. crafting. Last yeah. time was more reporting the facts. Right. We, I mean, obviously, we, we, we know what the next phase is going to be. We know what movies are coming. And even with phase five, you know, we don't have hard confirmations, but we're going to get another Black Panther, Captain Marvel, more Guardians. According to Ryan Reynolds, another Deadpool movie. Uh, you, you, you know, some, actually, something interesting on that. Uh, I'll get to that in just a minute. Something that I'd heard a while ago. Uh, but uh, uh, today, what we're going to kind of talk about is what do we think is going to be the next tentpole event that happens and that, sure. that that actually encompasses a few things i think that a encompasses what's the next quote-unquote saga the next infinity war that the next three phases will build up to yeah what are the next 22 movies gonna right around, but but also what are sort of the the you know that's the tent overall but what are the poles of that you know what what are the avengers movies leading up to that we know we're not going to get one in phase four right but uh you would say if if there's four tent poles to each phase or to each uh saga mm-hmm. i mean you would say it was probably avengers one two and three yep uh, well for sure three. well actually actually and i I, I, civil war, I right? would say avengers i would say uh age of ultron sure, sure. i would say civil war yeah. and then that led to infinity war and endgame, and endgame. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean those were the big milestone markers yep. of the first saga yeah uh but but uh, uh really quick to the uh the deadpool point that uh, that you had just brought up um there was uh something that i had actually read a while ago and i forget exactly where it came from what the source was or 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 what the context was around it but obviously 
Uh, Deadpool is the only one from the Fox uh, cinematic universe, if you want right, to call it right, that, right, right. that, uh, that they're keeping. Um, and I remember reading somewhere that the way that they plan on using him is that he, you know, they're still going to use Ryan Reynolds, they're still going to use Deadpool, but that he's not the same Deadpool, that he's a new canon to, to the MCU, but because he's Deadpool, he'll still be allowed he's to aware, reference back to all that stuff. As Deadpool is, he's self-aware that he is a character yes. and he's allowed to reference back. By the way, mm-hmm. if you guys are listening on the podcast, we do apologize. Uh, there's something weird about my mic and specifically on this board. It has to be cranked up all the way. We forgot to get it all the way put up there. Whoops. So. Sorry about that. If you are listening on the podcast, now it should be fixed. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, where we think this this is going. Do we want to kind of go in chronological, like 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 what's the next what's the next Avengers movie? We're gonna go with that because because okay. I, I think in some way each crossover event should be an Avengers movie, and I under I understand why they don't have one for this next phase because this next phase is building in a lot of new characters which you have to do if you want to have another Avengers movie. With Hmm. people like Cap and Iron Man gone, there's no one to bring everyone together, right? Heroes have their own issues. I mean, we saw with Civil War the way that they split, even based on on those two leaders, right? Uh, Obviously, you know, they're setting uh, Peter Parker up to be the quote-unquote next Iron Man, but he's a kid. You really think think that Bucky or Sam are going to follow him if he comes calling? He's like, hey, I need you guys' help. We need to come together. No. No, probably not. No. And, no. and in fact, I mean, it was Nick Fury who originally brought everybody else together, and it still took uh, uh, Cap and Iron Man rallying them all together in some way. And even someone like Captain Marvel, who's powerful enough that they probably respect her, I also don't know. She's still, she's still the new girl, right? Yes. So I feel like you need to bring in new heroes uh, that, have, that, that will build more of a relationship now around some of the younger ones, and you bring them together. Yeah, so I agree with you. I think the Avengers was a great way of having a crossover event without it being, without it seeming too hokey, I guess is how I would put it. I think we are going to get an Avengers movie, whether it's called Avengers or not. I, I, I think don't. it'll be called the New Avengers. The New Avengers, the Secret Phase Avengers, five. the whatever. I actually think it's going to be in, at the end of Phase 4, just like it always has been. Even though it's, they said it's no unannounced. crossover movie? I know. Even though it's unannounced. Even though they, she straight up said no crossover event for Phase 4. You think he lied to our faces? Yeah. I kind of do think he lied to our faces. He, or I'll tell you what. It'll either be the end of Phase 4 and he lied to our faces, or it'll be the opening of Phase 5. Mm. And everyone will go, oh, all and, right. And he'll be like, I told you it wasn't <laughs> in Phase 4. Yeah, exactly. We'll get like one of those little song and dances. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I do think it, it has been, it's not announced, obviously, but I do think it is the most sensible way of crossing your characters over and building to a larger story arc than just what each of the characters. Like, I, like don't get me wrong, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I'm very excited to see a crossover between Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange. But I feel like you need to do something to be the only time that it works doing it in a in a solo heroes movie was Captain America Civil War. But that okay. was so outside the realm of what any of the other solo movies have been. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't foresee them doing that again. I feel like it made sense for Captain America given his character. Sure. I don't see another character, at least right now, except maybe Captain Marvel. The, who well, could do that. The, the only issue that I have with them building up to a crossover event at the end of phase four is I, I I don't see how you 
do it with with the movies that you have because these are all brand new. Well, a lot of these, sorry, are 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 new characters, right? Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Black. Well, not Black Widow, the, the Eternals, Eternals uh, sure. Black Widow. You know, set set in the past. I don't know that you have enough time within these movies to tell their own stories and right. then also be building towards something because the next question would be what is what is the 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 villain or 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 what's the plot for this first Avengers well, this first new Avengers maybe it makes sense to go back and look at what we dealt with in phase 1 so we had Iron Man 1 Captain America Thor Iron Man 2 mhm was that it was that those four and then I Avengers I think so so and then the villain was literally just borrowed out of Thor so basically, we need one of these movies to establish a villain good enough to be the first crossover event. Scarlet Witch is a possibility for that, by the uh, way, but, depending but, on how Multiverse of Madness plays out. Here's the thing. They, they, they did use, obviously, Loki from, uh, uh, from Thor. Right. But he was what bridged in Thanos. Correct. Right? Because really, it was Thanos that was like, like the big bad, right? Um, let's see. Other things. Uh, uh, the, the cube. The Tesseract yep. was obviously involved. Big part of that Captain came, America. That came from one as well. Yep. Uh, the Scepter uh, was another. The was another or, with, no. with Mind Stone. Actually, he had. Space that, he, Stone he, was. He, uh, Space Stone was a Tesseract. Mind Stone was in the Scepter, but he had that right. in in this film. That was introduced in this film Correct. here. So, Theoretically, he took it from Thanos. Or right. Thanos, and, yeah. and, and again, the, the, the reason that uh, the Avengers worked in this particular case is it was all about the heroes that came before. Mm-hmm. So you introduce Iron Man. You introduce Thor. Right. You introduce Captain America. Black Widow and Hawkeye, and now you bring them together. But now you have characters all over the place, and you're introducing new ones. I, I don't know. I, I kind of believe him when he says there, there's no team-up movie, because I think that, that whatever it is they're doing now, it's going to take a phase longer to put the pieces in the right places. Okay. I mean, I could see that, and I, I, if they do go that route, what I think we're going to end up seeing then is when we get that run of Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, kind of all the sequels that we're kind of waiting on, we'll see them play into each of the hero movies that came out in Phase 4, and that will begin to set the team up. The, that, the role of Black Panther 2 better. and Captain Marvel 2 will be yes. to establish why there is a crossover you, event. You take Phase 4 to introduce your new characters and a little bit of Phase 5 to also... Let, let, let us know what those older characters that have just been introduced as new ones, uh, uh, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, you give them a chance to sort of now be rooted in as as the old guard, right? right? And, and you let everyone kind of just simmer for a minute and, and, and sort of, you know, get to know one another. <laughs> and then you bring in something that's maybe been brewing this whole time. Okay. Yeah, that might be the way to go about it. And if that's the case, then Foggy would not have told a lie to us. Correct. And I like the, a world where Foggy doesn't lie to us. Yes. Now, I I know that that everyone is is big on Doctor Doom. You know, he's one of the more interesting uh, uh, villains in, in the MCU for sure. I don't think that Doom is bigger than Thanos, though. I don't think he's saga level villain. He's not saga level villain. I think that if they take Phase Four or yeah, Phase Four in Phase Five. To also then bring in the Fantastic Four as maybe the big crossover. Maybe they're the ones that come in at like, you know, the, 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 you know, the near the end of the battle or the buzzer or whatnot. And, and Doom is the sort of big bad of what the first crossover event is that brings everyone together. Yep. Um, he's not defeated. He's thwarted. Right. Because he is, I think, a villain that can carry more than just a single movie. Well, I'll, he's I'll say, not your Ultron. For sure. Dr. Doom 
to your point, he shouldn't be. He should be thwarted because he still should have a role to play in whatever the Infinity War movie is. In fact, I think the end of the first New Avengers movie. Uh, I think I think the 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 whatever the first crossover is that should be Doom's origin. He's the main antagonist, but not as Doctor Doom as Victor as Von Victor Doom, Von right? Doom. What a name, right? And, a and, name. and and I think that that this movie introduces him at the end of it as Doctor Doom, and that's what also brings Fantastic Four into it. So they're not even involved in the movie or the creation of Doctor Doom, okay? But they're the answer to him. Let me ask you something. Are you looking forward to a couple more origin stories? I don't mind them. I, see, neither do I. And but that's my, my point because is, they, is it feels like we've been. It's been a moment since we've really had. We had Captain Marvel. I. But it's been a minute since we've had a good origin story. Untrue. Is it untrue? I think that we've gotten more origin stories than we realize. But they've broke. Feige has broke the trope of what the origin story used to be okay right because it used to be something that was real hokey and and i I think it was the spider-man movies that forced this upon us but but this idea of look here's me as a normal person this is how i got my powers cue a montage a silly montage of me trying to master my powers right like they they broke the trope that you have to do it in in this weird formulaic way the only way what was great about captain marvel right was when we were introduced to her she already had her powers, right? For sure. She wasn't Captain Marvel, though. No, it was that's, definitely an origin story, but not centered around her abilities. That's yeah. what's important. I, I think that that's where the true origin story comes from, is what creates the hero. Not when and how did I get my power, which they do always show as well. Because right, it's important. that hero's journey where we realize now we are the hero. I think that that is has always been the important part of the origin story, and I think that's what, uh, what what Feige and Marvel Studios sort of recognized that everything that came before it didn't. The origin story was always, well, how did he get his powers? Yeah, I, I would say the only exception to that rule is Doctor Strange, where we definitely got him as a person, him getting his powers. Sure. Crazy montage. Now he has his powers. They did it very well. Don't, they did. Don't get they me did. wrong. Uh, so it's not but, that there isn't a place for that. For sure. But when every movie is doing it. Yeah, that's like with Spider-Man, right? I would argue that the completion of Far From Home is actually the completion of Spider-Man's origin story. Oh, yeah. No, I believe he, that, he had an origin trilogy. Yeah, I would argue that only just now have we completed Spider-Man's origin mm-hmm. story. I he agree. is now Spider-Man. Yep. Uh, Lloyd saying uh, in the chat here over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint XP, I'm so happy Spider-Man didn't rehash uh, uh, the Ben's death. And really, I don't know. Have they even actually ever referenced Ben by name? I I think they have. I th- I feel like in Homecoming they did. I think there was a moment in Homecoming where he mentions missing someone or it being hard, and and, and May says something you know something like like me too, and so yeah. they're referencing the idea. But I don't know that anyone ever actually says Uncle Ben. And in fact, Tom Holland has recently came out and said that that, that he feels in this telling of Spider Man that tony stark is actually parker's uncle ben uh, and i would agree that in this not tell- literally but right the, the the role he plays and i'd agree because in this telling uh of it spider-man already very much has that concept i think he says it in in homecoming he says you know you know when you have the power to do something you do nothing it what happens is on you mm-hmm. is basically what he comes to which is in one sentence the whole uncle ben storyline yep. like like we don't need that we're just going to tell it real quick that's kind of his pathos that he has going on and now we're going to let tony kind of fill that father figure role 
Oh, it was such a good telling of Spider-Man. It really was. It really was. Now, if you happen to just be joining us over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint XP, we're the other identity. We're a show about uh, comic book culture and, uh, you know, superhero life. Uh, make sure that you, uh, you know, give us a follow, first of all, and uh, go and subscribe to our uh, podcast feed over at checkpointxp.com. And, uh, you know, just to cap that, I'm not saying I don't like the Uncle Ben storyline. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great you know motivation for a superhero and i thought the sony movies actually did it pretty well it's just it's one of the things that we say time and time again that we appreciate about the mcu and what marvel is doing is they'll take a different approach to a similar story we saw it with something like dormammu and doctor strange we've seen it with infinity war they took a different approach to the snap you know what i mean they're willing to borrow things and then say, but we're going to do something original with it because what's the point of just showing the same story again? Oh, well, and because they rebooted it in such quick succession, everyone was literally like, I don't need to see Uncle Ben die again. Yeah, exactly. Because what was it? Uh, two years after the last Amazing Spider-Man movie? Yeah, it was pretty quick. It was yeah. pretty quick. Uh, so, all right. So, so that would be, I think, our full first tent pole is potentially trying to set up Doctor Doom for Fantastic Four. And if it doesn't quite make sense to do it here... Then I think at the end of phase five, I think maybe, you know, someone had proposed an interesting theory that that the events of Age of Ultron lead to the introduction of, uh, of Doctor Doom and basically all of the, uh, um, you know, the victims and all the refugees from Sokovia end up having to go to the neighboring country of uh latveria or something yeah, like whatever that. His, yeah, yeah, yeah. His place is called. yeah yeah and, and and that sort of you know doom's realization of like the real harm that you know superpowered people are causing yeah, right latveria. right so that could work but if they're not ready to introduce doom at the end of phase five as, as like the first sort of tent pole i think that whatever those events are like age of ultron should influence the next tentpole where he should be. But Doctor Doom, I think, is definitely uh, uh, a Ultron level, you know, Loki introduction of Thanos level villain to be had. By the way, do you do you understand what Latveria's capital is? Doomland, Doomstadt, Doomstadt, Doomstadt. Right, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, so, okay, so here's my. Uh, I have a, a weird theory I want to put out there for you on what might be the next massive level villain sure because it's i think it's easy to speculate you know galactus or someone like that given the fantastic four but what if what if they pull from the x-men universe for a n-tier villain okay this would really i think put our fate our 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 in foggy we trust motto to the test okay what if it's apocalypse what if they go an n-tier x-men villain Okay, so and try to do it justice. So the current theory, which I think makes the most sense, is that since the uh, the blip, that anyone who's came back, that their X gene, which has always been there, could have been activated. Correct. Anyone who came back after the blip right. would have a potential X gene. So yeah. how do you how do you do Apocalypse then? Because Apocalypse was always like the first, the first the mutant, first from mutant. ancient times, right? For sure. I think there's a couple possibilities. So I do think we will start seeing X-Men coming through there, but I do think we're going to see some multiverse stuff. He may exist and it might be a multiverse sort of thing where he comes okay. from. My, my only reason for saying that is because Thanos to me, even though we look at him now as being like, oh, of course, like he's a huge villain. He's a huge name to a lot of people when they saw Avengers the first time and they saw the end of it and they were like, 
Who's the blue dude? Well, and to be fair, if you if you didn't go the Infinity Stones route, he wasn't any worse than what Doctor Doom would be. Anyway. Right. He doesn't. If if you're not doing that story, who cares if mm-hmm. it's Thanos? Exactly. Apocalypse. I feel like Feige is chomping at the. Like, there's so many things out there that Feige has shown I can do well. Like you know, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, things that people were like, I don't know, and he showed. Would would an X Men villain done right not be the final like feather in the cap okay for Feige. so so what about uh as far as the the three tent poles because that's what we had okay. in, in phase one uh we have uh a dr doom one okay Please let at, one be magneto at, at the end of phase five yeah okay we have uh avengers versus the x-men when when mutants are first sort of introduced and start to become a thing you think that is where we would right. see someone like magneto start and to then up? i think coming out of that okay coming out of that the next one would introduce and would be magneto okay okay because i think i think the avengers in in just the way that we look at 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 weapons just in general is that we especially with the avengers they want to be they try to be proactive about it and you know the mutants you know feeling threatened like just the way that the world works it it ends up boiling over right, right. and so we have and, and and that would kind of be along the lines of the Civil War. Yeah. Of what Civil War would be. And then yes, you know, we eventually get we get to Magneto, and then it all it all ends up leading towards Apocalypse. Now, he, here's the thing. I I don't uh, Marvel always does such a good job of making stuff fit together and and you see everything sort of coming. And and the way that Fox had done Apocalypse, as you're right, this ancient thing right. and Oh, he's waking up now, right? right? I th- you would have to tell the story differently. How do you tell the story differently, though? And and while I, I, I wasn't a big fan of the execution, I do like the idea that they used in the Ultimate Timeline with um, for Apocalypse. And that was that the character of Mr. Sinister was... And, and, and this is where it gets a little bit weird, and, and this is where they'd have to you know put the Marvel touch on it. But, but there was basically some prophecy that mr sinister was trying to fulfill and in this particular one it was something like like he had to sacrifice like 10 pure mutants or whatever that right. was and then apocalypse was born out of him okay right? so that's something that we could see slowly playing out through some of these other tent poles that they're working towards that then ultimately comes to comes to bear in you know whatever the final saga is and and it's something that maybe like the infinity stones as we see it playing out through the movies and through the temples doesn't even make a whole lot of sense to us and it's something that maybe even the heroes have had a chance to stop previous but it never seemed like that big of a threat and then, compared to what's already been going on right and you get one of those your sins come back to bite you sort of thing yeah that could be interesting part of me would like it if they told apocalypse as more of just a Rather than it being some big prophecy or he's been around since the beginning of time or anything like that, if they went kind of the opposite approach of Thanos, who is the mad titan, who understands the stones, who has a huge legion behind him, if he was like, you know what, uh, when the blip happened, people started coming back as mutants and he hit the genetic lottery on it and like, you know, is born as the first Omega level mutant. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, you kind of get that God complex behind you where he's like, I am almighty at this point. I have not only I have your power, I have your power, I have your power. I can do anything I want. And they have to explore like 
it's a, it draws a parallel to some of the people who've chosen to be superheroes with their power versus people who have what, now what, become villains. Uh, um, what if Apocalypse? Because because I know that he, he the, the idea is he has every power. What if he has to steal every power? What if he just starts out as you're right, a normal guy? Yeah. Who can take powers, but the way that he looks at himself is, I have to rid the world of this curse by going around and curing everyone. Yeah, it's almost like he's, um, like, if, if he had a play on kind of like Rogue's power, where he can, right. she can take powers right. for a short period of time, maybe he takes, he takes them permanently. Them and he keeps them, and he looks at himself, yeah, it's like, I'm going around, I'm saving the world, I'm saving you, I'm curing you, but the more powers he takes, the more mad he ends up going. You know what? That could play into our Doctor Doom thing, where Doom sees, like, like oh, this is the da- damage superheroes can cause, so he's like, no, I'm doing the world a favor, I'm taking away superpowers from those who aren't worthy of mm-hmm. having them, and of course, he's gone mad with his own power. That... I wouldn't hate that story. Mm-hmm. I would be kind of oh, into that story. Especially if Doom tries to weaponize who eventually becomes Apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, it could turn into one of the stories like I've created this ultimate weapon, but I now I can't control him mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. So Doom is our villain for a long time until this guy emerges as really being the villain. That's right. That's right. You know, we would love to hear what you guys think. Uh, you can, uh, of course, connect with us again at twitch.tv slash checkpoint XP or checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter and checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. Now, here, here, here's the one problem I have with all this, because I do love all of this, but unfortunately, I don't think this is the route that we're going, okay. because there have already been some seeds that have been laying that I think doesn't necessarily point to the next, whatever the saga's going to be, but at least points to what the next big event's going to be. I don't know if, that, and I don't know if that's going to be wrapped up in one movie or if it's something that's going to span multiple ones. But I think that with the Kree and the Skrulls mm. from Captain Marvel, I think that they've already laid out a roadmap for us. Because in Spider-Man Far From Home, we see that Fury is you know using uh, uh, Talos and the Skrulls right. to basically help him co-op operation stuff. And there's a scene in that movie when they're walking away, when we still think that they're Fury in, in uh, Agent Hill, right. that Fury mentions the Kree uh, uh, sleeper cells. Mm-hmm. And how, how does anybody else know about those, right? And the fact that Fury in that final post credit scene is off somewhere on a freaking spaceship right. with other scrolls, none of what we just talked about fits, plays into that. Plays into that. And unfortunately... None of the cosmic level stuff, I think, would play into any of that as well. Either. It would be a more humanity-focused story. Right. Yeah. I think that they're setting up for secret invasion, but uh, they've swapped the role of the Kree and the Skrulls. And, the Skrulls. and with the eradication of Xandar, which I think was one of the big sort of political forces that kept the the more uh, zealot-like uh, Kree in check, I think that the Krees have become a bigger threat to the universe and to us, and I think that's what Fury is off trying to curb or trying to deal with right now. Interesting. Uh, it, it certainly is. I mean, you make a good point about, you know, Apocalypse as interesting as that be and Doom as interesting as that would be, and they'll be fine for tentpole movies. Uh, it doesn't play really into the cosmic universe or the, or the universe at large like Thanos did. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, the snap affected the entire universe, which that, I mean, my only thing is I don't, I'm not sure Secret Invasion really does that story either. Uh, I think that Secret Invasion has the potential to to be shown on both the humanity level, the Earth level, 
and on the cosmic level. And, and I also think that you now have, you know, w- with the Korean scrolls being out there, you know, maybe targeting something like Earth and targeting other big places out there as well. Uh, I think that this sets up. Uh, uh, obviously, we know Warlock is coming Adam in Guardians yeah. Three, right? Yeah. So he'll he'll have a place in there somewhere, right? But I also think that this then sets up for uh, Nova to come in at some point as well. Nova would be interesting. I feel like we're going to see Moon Knight in the not too distant future as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think it, if we're talking about bringing in the Cosmic Force, and this might be a part of it, I, I think you know you mentioned a while ago the idea of Annihilus. Uh, Yep, in the annihilation, in the annihilation wave. wave. That would be another, you know, galaxy-spanning event yes. that would bring everybody together. I feel like it's a little. I don't want to say on the nose. You want you want to know what's interesting about annihilation wave though? Sure. Uh, in I don't know if it was the original one or the most recent telling of annihilation wave. There's a scene where I think it's Captain Marvel nova and maybe like one of the guardians or whatnot you know you know someone uh had brought up the the idea like you know there, there's heroes back on earth that that we could be tapping into and helping and nova basically says they're dealing with their own problems right now i think civil war 2 was going on at that same time yep we're we're going into this trying to compare it to the infinity saga and in right. phases one through three and kevin feige has told us time and time again it's going to be that different it's going to be different we're telling stories a different way we can't do that again what right. happened with the infinity saga was a perfect storm we, we tied in 22 movies to make them make sense together it's amazing now i get that i i, I get in, in in various franchises before have have shown us that you can't just hit the reset button and try and do it again right mass effect and drama was a fine game for the first installment but people looked at it as what came after it should have been better in their they eyes saw what yeah exactly they right. didn't they so, didn't treat it like it was just part one, but they viewed it that way. So I also think that while Kevin Feige understands that they cannot recreate what they did with the Infinity Saga, I also don't think that as Marvel Studios, you say, well, we can't go that big, so now let's go small. I think they're going to do something differently, but I think that they do still have high expectations and hopes to go bigger than what Infinity Saga ended up being. So what if, over the next few phases, they go for a longer game and they tell what we had came up with, that this, this idea of something happening at, the, at the, 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 the Earth level, while at the same time something's also happening at the cosmic level. Sure. They tell the Doom and the Mutant and the Apocalypse story. That's all happening on Earth as out in the cosmos, the annihilation, the wave annihilation wave, or the Eternals are playing into some sort of big cosmic level event. Captain Marvel two, whether maybe it is the Secret Invasion or something like that. Yes, both stories are happening simultaneously, and then maybe at the cap off of the saga, everyone joins for something. For something, yeah. Because I mean, that would be a bummer way to not you know, like, finish off the saga and just have it be like, and both those stories wrapped up in Secret done. Wars, maybe. All right, so listen, you got to not get me excited about Secret Wars because I want that story so bad. Mm-hmm. And what I really, really want is Deadpool's Secret Secret Wars. <laughs> like, I want that to be his movie where it's like... Okay, like, so w- w- when they did Infinity War and, and Endgame, you had Ray stuck in the middle of that Ant-Man, right? Yes. Could so Deadpool fill that slot this they, time? They have Secret Wars that spans two movies, and in between it, you have Deadpool 3 or 4 or whatever, the Secret Secret Wars. Okay, yeah, if they pulled that off, <laughs> like, 
I'll 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 inscribe in Foggy I trust on my tombstone, mm-hmm. or or, they or you use off. Deadpool Secret Secret Wars as the end cap, similar to what they did with 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 Far From Home. And that was the thing, uh, like Secret Secret Wars was literally it didn't it didn't really I wouldn't say added much to the story. It just showed that Deadpool was present and caused everything that happened in Secret Wars, which I think is a hilarious bit, especially if you're going the route of making Deadpool aware mm-hmm. of him being in the MCU. I think that's a fun way to go about that. Especially because if you want to try to recapture kind of some of the magic you had with the time heist, where it's like, hey, everything worked out perfectly that we could go back and revisit important moments in our history. Mm-hmm. With Deadpool, you can do it without having to make as much sense. Well, and when it comes down to it, you, you, you've, I don't think that you going forward can't do anything else with the Kree and the Skrull. For sure. You've introduced them into your universe now. You, you've introduced the idea that they're among us. Yeah. And Nick Fury is on a freaking spaceship with him. You're not like, all right, they're done with the scrolls now. They have to play into what's coming next. And here's the thing. I don't see them playing into any single movie that has been announced now. Yeah. Right? Uh, Shang-Chi, no. Eternals? Eternals, mm, maybe. Eh, well, mm, maybe, maybe. I don't know, maybe. Not, not Black Widow. I mean, they, probably not you, Black Widow. You may have scroll characters here or there, but the fact that he's on a spaceship of them yeah i don't think that that's going to play in in any of the movies that that there are now so that's what makes me feel like w- whatever the next tentpole is whether it's the beginning of phase five the end of phase five it has to include the scrolls and what are the big storylines that include the scrolls mm. secret invasion secret invasion is, is the one i would say yeah that's a fair point i i it's hard because it's not a story that I'm super familiar with, so I can't. It's hard for me to get like really excited me about either. that. But, but like here, I knew about the snap, right? But here's the other thing: is that even if you did know everything about the Secret Wars, it doesn't matter. That's true. It doesn't matter the way that they've been interpreting these stories and presenting them to us. It doesn't matter what we think. No, it's it's fair. They just borrow elements know. and then yeah, tell their own story. How does it? We're going to borrow these elements and maybe these iconic moments, but we're going to fit it into our current ongoing story. Like, think of Civil War. Think of how different Civil War actually is than the Civil War story arc that yep. happened. They're completely different, even if they're borrowing different. a similar concept. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, and same thing. You know, I, I think there's there's a lot of people that really, really want to see like the House of M storyline, but I don't think you're going to get it. You not know, as it was written. No, not, as, sure. it, not no. as it was written. That, that alters everything. You know, you're going to see it on a much more personal level for wanda and right. then the house of m the, rebooted the entire universe if i recall it might have when it happened yeah, yeah. so then yeah you're not going to get that mm-hmm. but you're going to you're ba- they're going to use house of m to basically introduce the vision family storyline that we got in the comic books and the fallout of that is going to be you know influence dr strange yeah in some it's going to fuel multiverse of madness which again it's such a great name the multiverse oh my god right oh. and there's so much that they can do with that like that was one of the things about uh, far from home where i'm like oh my god they did it they introduced the multiverse and it's a huge kick in the dick but they actually did introduce the multiverse you, you know what that you know what that moment was for me that, that that's what i feel like they they also try to do an iron man 3 with with the mandarin which yeah. which i get but i also think that i don't know like i was one of the ones that was kind of like man I, I really wanted to see the mandarin though the like, like he mandarin? was actually like a and and the, the char- problem was the timing of that like if well if, and the character that that ben kingsley was portraying as the mandarin was pretty fucking badass too man yeah and, and, uh, the mandarin was such a victim of timing mm-hmm. if dr strange had already existed in that time they could have done the mandarin awesome yeah but as it is we're going to get the mandarin now and i'm, I'm pretty excited about yep. that so finally uh, again like 
they find ways to make it fit mm-hmm. right like when you look at so many elements of the mcu they're ridiculous like when you think about the guardians of the galaxy storyline or the and guardians 2 especially like it's ridiculous but somehow it fits yeah shouldn't have worked yeah shouldn't have worked you shouldn't be able to have 22 movies in a series of movies and have one of them be a period piece and one of them be a spy thriller and one of them be an action movie and one of them be a space opera well and, and they all work and, and and how is it not only do they all work together they all work individually how has marvel not had a true flop yet i mean there's some that you know obviously haven't grossed a billion dollars right thor dark world is pretty but they still did pretty well i don't think they've had any that weren't profitable let's put it exactly how uh it defies all logic yeah like, and I'm people tell- are like oh it's a bubble it's gonna burst i don't know that it will <laughs> you know what even if it is a bubble that bursts eventually it doesn't matter the bubble has gotten so big and they've made so much money off it okay let's here we go you know what let's balanced they, it out what balanced it out was fox and sony having the stinkers and dc and, and dc yeah that, i'm telling you if marvel it here's how good it is usually when they talk about the bubble bursting it really damages something if marvel spent a billion dollars on one of their movies and it made zero dollars they would have a huge net profit for the entire process it doesn't matter if it bursts anymore yeah like, so apparently apparently thor dark world still did 644.6 uh, million yeah exactly i don't think anyone's too upset yeah anyway so yeah uh so i mean look only time's gonna tell uh you know we got the movies that we got and i think it's gonna be a minute before we get a phase five slate and again technically we know black panther captain marvel guardians which again doesn't really tell us a whole lot so at this point any any more insight or any more you know theories that, that that we can make we're not going to be able to do much more until we get these movies see what's in them and you know they show nick fury battling the super scroll in the post credits man i don't what know. are we going to pick up from black widow that's i'm so curious on what we're going to pick up out of black widow I, honestly yes yes I, I i think we should be more excited for black widow than people are and i get it she you know like 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 just power wise like when it comes to you know the 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 avengers black widow was one of the least interesting ones and 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 i know that there's a lot of scar joe hate out there as well you know in the way she was handling endgame so so i get it but again you know we talked about how there's so much pressure on this movie starting off this next phase it has to have something big planned in there and because to be fair, this if you feel like we're not if there's not like not enough hype yet we don't even have a trailer yet that's fair first that's trailer fair. is where you'll be able to judge the hype. that's fair and you know what has me the most interested slash concerned more interested than concerned is that far from home was the uh uh, uh the ending the epilogue for uh saga one for saga one for end game right right and so they mentioned that the Black Widow movie will will make more sense of the a sacrifice that Natasha right. had to make and why it had to be her. That sounds to me like it's still very connected to that one, but it's the beginning of phase five, phase phase four, four. I'm sorry, yes. right? So I feel like those are very th- those two ideas are very conflicting. Like you want this to launch the next phase, but you're also telling us that it's going to make sense for. 
Well, and I think that's kind of the nature of the transition, right? Like, while the ending of the ending post credit sequence of Spider Man did give us some nuggets for Phase they Four, they are still all connected. They are still all connected, and it's it was the epilogue of the story. This movie's role is going to not only be it's going to be a transitionary role mm-hmm. because it can't just be like Iron Man one, where it's like, and here's Something this world. New. That's fair. It has to it has to tie us to what came before, it, while at the same time opening up the doors to the next set of movies, and that's going to be this movie's goal. How well it'll do it, that remains to be seen. Although I think, ironically, Black Widow is one of the best characters to kind of serve that role. So, we'll see. That's fair. That's fair. Well, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us today here at The Other Identity. Be sure to join us uh, next week. Uh, and usually, it's going to be at uh, Thursdays at about 3 p.m. over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint XP. That's all that I have. Joe, take it away. Will our next episode be broadcast from Doomstadt? Will Robbie be revealed as a Cree or a Skrull? Find out next time. Same Twitch time, same Twitch channel. 